Hi, and welcome to the Local Church Podcast. I'm Jake Chambers, and I get to be the host of this podcast. And we are a church plant, a little church community, learning to be with Jesus together in Gate Harbor in Port Orchard, Washington. We're not experts, but learners, learning not just about Jesus, but how to be with Jesus, to be still, to be present, to be local, to be with Jesus in this moment, enjoying him together. So whether you've been following Jesus for decades or are just now starting to explore him, you can come, learn with us, learn to be with Jesus together with us. May you be blessed by this podcast and may more and more of heaven be breaking into your life into Gig Harbor, into Port Orchard, so that it might be on earth as it is in heaven. Thanks for listening. Therefore, they are before the throne of God, and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. Will shelter them with his presence. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them, nor any scorching heat. For the lamb in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of living water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. It's Revelation chapter 7, verses 15 through 17. Just this encouraging and comforting news for all of God's people, that all of God's people will be sheltered by the presence of God, every tear wiped away, no more hunger, no more thirst, forever and ever. Revelation chapter 7 just jumps in the middle of 6, 8, and 9. We looked at 6, 7, 8, and 9. We did a lot of work uh, this past Sunday. As we move into our community reflection, we we won't go over all of that, um, but try to quickly summarize summarize it. In chapter 6, you get the beginning of the opening of these seven seals that are around the scroll, Um, and a lot of these are pictures of God's judgment coming. Um, His judgment comes in just kind of a lot of different ways, Um, but remembering that Revelation gave a, it gave a a picture into another realm of what's going on on the earth. And so when there's famine, when there's death, when there's earthquakes, when there uh, is disease, and this question of what is going on, Revelations chapter 6, 7, 8, and 9 show us that what was going on then and what is going on now and what will continue to go on any time that there are uh, these disasters and wars and natural disasters, that it is an opportunity to realize your need for God, an opportunity to realize our smallness, an opportunity to turn to Jesus, to repent and turn to Him. And that, there is millions of different theories and interpretations and interpretations into those interpretations of kind of what uh, these seals and then these trumpets that are blown in chapter 8 and 9, what they mean, you know, are these locust helicopters, is 
um, the falling stars of Okano, is this, you know, what is, and you can really lose the big idea in the midst of trying to break the code, and um, historically people have said some of this stuff has come to pass, and now we're waiting for the next seal, or the next seal, or the next seal, um, but I think a, a good way to look at this is that it, it makes sense of all of the brokenness in the world uh, is an opportunity to turn to Jesus and that uh, we are living in the midst of brokenness. An interesting thing at the end of chapter 6, um, at the end of chapter 6, verse 15, it says, Then the kings of the earth and the great ones and the generals and the rich and the powerful and everyone slave and free hid themselves in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains calling to the mountains and rocks fall on us and hide us from the face of him who is seated on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb for the great day of their wrath has come and who can stand um often we think of the rich and the powerful uh they're they're free from judgment right they can use their wealth or their power to to stay away from harm like the things that harm normal people don't harm them but we see that ultimately God's judgment will come. And it won't matter how rich you are, how powerful you are. The richest and the most powerful, the kings of the earth, the great ones, the generals. It says they, they will say, who can stand? They will be trying to hide from God's judgment and say, who can stand? And the beautiful thing is chapter 7 gives us that answer. It won't be the rich or the powerful or the kings and the generals. It'll be God's people. God's people. Um, verse 9 of chapter 7 it says, After this I looked, and behold, a great multitude that no one could number, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands, crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And it's in this chapter where we later get the verses we, we started with, where it says, Um, and he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. So who can stand God's judgment? Not the rich or the powerful, not the kings and the generals, all who belong to Jesus. All who have been washed by the blood of Jesus will be free from his judgment. And so chapters 6, 8, and 9 that we went through, um, kind of freaky, kind of weird, a lot of crazy stuff going on, but they're not meant to bring us fear uh, we actually get to be, if you're a follower of Jesus, you have eternal comfort and shelter from Jesus. doesn't mean that these trials, that we don't go through them as well. Uh, we live in the midst of the brokenness of, of this world, what uh, chapter 7, verse 14 will call the great tribulation. Uh, the ones that have kind of survived this brokenness in the world, we're not in our home yet. Citizens of heaven living on a broken earth. Um, but our future is one of eternal shelter from God's presence. Our future is one where every tear will be wiped from our eyes, and so that is good news. Um, chapter 8 and 9, uh, more judgment. Again, so many different interpretations. We're not going to unpack all of it um, today, but in chapter 9, you get this picture of... Uh, it says, verse 1, I saw a star fallen from heaven to earth, and he was given the key to the shaft of the bottomless pit. So you have this picture of Satan opening up this bottomless pit, and then there's these kind of crazy um, locusts. These are the ones where, like, 
in the movies these are like helicopters and nuclear wars and stuff like that um, but m more likely it's satan opening up this pit for demons and it says um these locusts had like tails like scorpions and would go around just stinging and tormenting people but as destructive um destructive and dark and weird uh, this chapter is um there are some things that are amazingly encouraging in verse 4 it says they were told these demons were told not to harm the grass of the earth or any green plant or any tree but only those people who do not have the seal of god on their foreheads and so if you've been sealed by christ if you belong to christ um, these demons cannot de destroy or harm you and other thing that shows us here is the satan demons is the you know this is the Satan and demon chapter here, chapter 9. Now, there's going to be more of it in Revelation. Fun, fun stuff. Uh, they harm their own followers. See, Satan and demons will always try to get you to believe that God is withholding from you. And they give life. But they don't. They don't. They always destroy. It later says Satan's name in Hebrew is Abaddon. And in Greek it is called Apollyon. Um, with just just our words uh, meaning destroyer destructor um, evil that's what satan and demons do they destroy and they destroy their own followers harming their own followers verse 20 chapter 9 says the rest of mankind who are not killed by these plagues did not repent of the work of their hands nor give up worshiping demons and idols of gold and silver in bronze and stone and wood which cannot see or hear or walk nor did they repent of their murders or their sorceries or their sexual immorality or their thefts. So we can get caught up trying to figure out what is the locust, what is, uh, you know, what is this plague, and will it be literally a third of mankind here, and oh, what is the horses and coming out of the horse's mouth, they, all these things. There's, what's wormwood, and the third angel blows his trumpet. And Here's the big idea. God's judgment is here now. We see that when there's any brokenness in the world. Um, it's a sign of God's judgment, and it's, His judgment is to bring humanity to repentance. Even right now, as we're going through the coronavirus pandemic, God is, is giving a gift to take away our distractions and see who will turn to Him. We don't have sports events to go to. We don't have movies to go to. We don't have concerts to go to. So many. We can't go out with big groups of friends. We don't have youth sports. What will we do with all this time? God is giving us an opportunity to say, who will devote himself to turn to me? The one that will never leave you or forsake you. The question is, will you turn to Jesus in the midst of of suffering in the midst of trials it's complex trials and suffering are complex but here's one thing that's consistent from the book of genesis all the way to revelation all through the story of god god always uses suffering and trials to invite people to himself always and so he's inviting you to turn to him he's inviting you to invite others to turn to him satan and demons destroy their own people to follow John 10.10 10 says it this way. Jesus says, I have come to give life and life abundant. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Satan and demons only want to destroy you. Destroy marriages, destroy relationships, destroy hope. They want to destruct and destroy. But 
Jesus shelters his people with his presence. To belong to Jesus is to belong to the one who loves his people. To belong to the one who's going to wipe away every tear from our eyes. The one that gets to be our shepherd and, and, and will guide us to springs of living water and wipe away every tear from our eyes. And so the big idea, six, seven, eight, and nine, the big idea is this. Any suffering, any trial, any judgment coming from God is meant to draw us to repentance. No one, no one will be able to withstand God's judgment except those that belong to Jesus. Those that belong to Jesus, Jesus took God's judgment for us on the cross. And so who can stand? If you're a follower of Jesus, you can stand. You can stand because you get to stand firm in Christ, the one who shelters you with his very own presence. He loved you enough to die for you. And so this is good news for followers of Jesus. And it's a warning for those that don't know Jesus. If you don't know Jesus, there will come a day where you will have to face his judgment in full. There's no hiding from God's judgment. He created everything. There will be a day where you will face his final judgment. So if you do not know Jesus, I urge you to turn to Jesus now, to follow him now. And he, even in the hardest of times, shelter you with his presence. So be encouraged. Jesus loves you. He shelters his people. He cares for his people. Uh, If there are parts of your life where you are, you know, following Satan, you're going, you're believing his lies, you're doing the same addictive behavior over and over, the Bible says repent, repent, repent from trusting in anyone or anything but Jesus. That means to stop trusting in these other things and churn and trust in Jesus. Jesus loves you. He loves you and cares for you. Everything else is trying to destroy you and take from you. So turn to Jesus. He will shelter you with his very own presence. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the Local Church Podcast. We are a church in Gig Harbor in Port Orchard that is learning to be with Jesus together. If you'd like to know more, you could find us on Instagram at localchurchgh or online at localchurchgh.com. Feel free to reach out to us and we can get you directions to a gathering. We meet every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. and you are invited. We'd love to see you there. With that, let me leave you with this blessing. May the love of God the Father and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you.